0: So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts here with Jordan from Kill the Lights. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired the creation of the band, and what does the band name mean?
1: Um, What inspired the creation? Uh, it was a late night, and I got a text from Moose. Uh-huh. Um, He said he was sitting around his house drinking a few bottles of wine. Uh-huh. Uh, All right. After... I finished with my previous band Still Remains. I still continued to be like a hobby songwriter, um, so I had like 20 or 30 songs just sitting on my hard drive. Just basically, it was just it's my getaway from the everyday life. And um, I sent Moose to songs and the first song I sent him actually was um, The Faceless was the first song that we actually released. Really
0: fuck used. so hard. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, yeah
1: that's, that's like, that song's like 13 years old. Damn. Oh,
2: wow. Yeah, I wrote that in
1: 2007 or 2008.
0: Okay. Wow. Damn.
1: Jesus. Yeah. It's just been rotting.
0: And then can you tell me what the band name means?
1: Um, Truth be told, I didn't come up with it. Okay. Okay. Um, We had a list of about 30 names, and it just boiled down to kill the light. What's okay. Fun? a lot of references to uh, there's a band with a song called kill the lights or it's in their lyrics or something
2: mm-hmm.
1: um i we've never heard it um but there's and there's some country band with a song called kill the lights apparently
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> you guys uh, should uh collaborate that'd be so.
0: uh, with that. <laughs> okay right. okay
2: yeah probably for the best all right yeah, yeah. Yeah. So congrats on your newest release, The Singer. How do you feel about the responses to the singles so far and uh, to the album for the people you've already shown it to?
1: Great, great. Yeah, I mean, um, I haven't shown the album to anyone. Um, okay. But, um, but as far as the singles, I mean, we're, we are beyond excited for a band that's uh, never played a show. Um, I'd say um, the success is doing, you know, we're doing well. Um, it's, it's interesting because I mean, before I came from you know playing 200, 300 shows a year, um, and that's how you promoted it, but now these days it's just obviously online, um, and it's great. I mean, our first single that we released on our own, um, been streamed over half a million times. Wow, and that's on a, that's by ourselves, that's before we signed our contract with Theorists. So, um, I'm excited a week from tomorrow, it comes out,
0: so yeah. Um oh congrats. So speaking of fearless, can you tell me how that happened? How you guys got picked up by them?
1: Um, well we were in the talks with a bunch of different labels. Um our manager, Ryan, um he was exchanging some emails with uh, some people at the label and kind of just casually uh name dropped us and sent them the faceless. Um and they seemed the most excited about it more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um since we self-funded the entire record, you know, we paid for the first video, uh, paid for the recording. We weren't really looking for money. Mm-hmm. Um, all we wanted was a solid team and fearless definitely seemed to have the most excitement and enthusiasm about the band.
2: Okay. Very okay. Cool. Sick.
0: Um, so can you tell me a little bit, a little bit about your writing process for that record? I know you said you've had these songs for going back 10 plus years. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a bunch of the songs that I had logged. Um, obviously, we changed them once Moose got involved, once James and Travis got involved. Uh, but we took, we took uh, kind of the best of the roster of my previous material. And then um, the few times that James and Moose they actually flew to Grand Rapids, Michigan, which is where my hometown is, um, to stay with me, and we wrote like six songs in a weekend. Wow yeah uh there's one of the songs on the record the enemy um i'm not sure have y'all been sent a promo of it yet yeah we were Mm -hmm. yeah okay yeah we've we wrote that song in about 15 minutes
0: holy shit!
2: what (laughs) We okay uh,
1: we had a late night of drinking as it should be you know because i've known moose for i don't know 15 years now um so we had a late night late night of drinking and uh i woke up moose was still sleeping I grabbed my guitar, um, I plugged it into my recording rig, and started playing the opening riff just out of nowhere. All of a sudden, Moose uh, steps into the room, and you know his hair is all gnarled, his face is all smashed in from, you know, being passed out for 12 hours straight, and <laughs> yeah. finish the song like minutes later.
0: Damn, that's crazy. Wow.
2: Is that common for you guys to finish a song that fast, or is that um, like a one-time thing? Eh, it's
1: not, It's not a one-time thing, but usually um the hardest part of writing music for me is starting with getting the idea mm-hmm. um, as soon as you have that riff you like that opening riff in that song as soon as i had that riff the song writes itself mm-hmm. um, i don't even know if that makes sense it's just the vibes there everything sounds good you know like the feelings right
0: yeah, okay.
2: yeah. understandable so where was your headspace while writing that album
1: um to have fun that's where my headspace was um all of us have been in bands full-time um for a living Mm -hmm. Uh, once once you know it gets serious and you're trying to not only have fun but make money and make sure out of it you know you you lose um a massive aspect of your band so this time around that's why we didn't want you know we wrote and recorded a few songs. We didn't want labels involved. We didn't want a manager involved. We wanted to simply have fun. Mm-hmm. Write write some metal songs like we did when we were eighteen.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about the name for the album, The Center? Is there any sort of like meaning behind that? Yeah. Um,
1: it's definitely a good James question because I didn't write all the lyrics. Um, but it's the whole thing. He writes a lot of dark lyrics, like. He'll write a song and I'll call a guy and say, you know, are you okay? Good. You <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but the
1: whole thing is that we're all sinners. Whether you're uh whether you believe in anything or not, I don't care if you do or you don't. Um we all we're all sinners and we all have that demon inside of us. Um Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. okay. So the sinner is the listener then?
1: Correct. Okay. everyone. Out- okay. Yep. Yeah
2: okay all right cool
1: yeah we even have this cheesy things where we call our fans the centers our centers oh
2: that's cool that's pretty cool Yeah. yeah that's pretty cool so what bands or artists influence do you think you can hear on this record
1: um shoot for me i mean i'm i'm big into you know the Gothenburg swedish metal sounds you know in flames soil work at the gates um you know. Also, I listen to The Faceless, and I hear Iron Maiden in that chorus. Um, and Moose's drums. There's a lot of Judas Priest. Priest is one of his favorite bands. Um, so yeah, I mean, we we our taste varies a lot. I mean, one of my favorite bands is Rancid. So <laughs> I try to I try to put in as much punk and European metal as possible. But I, I don't know if you really hear it that much on the record. I can in certain songs, but
0: okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, what song on the record took the longest to write? I know you said once again you had some of these ten plus years. Um,
1: probably through the night.
2: Okay. Through the night.
1: Um, for me personally, yeah. Originally, I just had it as an acoustic song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once the guys heard the demo, we decided to kind of transpose it to a full band song. Um, so actually, we just re- we just recorded an acoustic version of Through the Night. I think there's some sort of special. Uh, if you order the album, you get the acoustic version of the song. Yeah, it was
0: like pre-save or something. I just did it.
1: You know more than I do, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what you're going to hear um, with that pre-save, that's originally what the song was.
0: Okay. All right. Very cool.
2: Sick. So is there a certain feeling you're shooting for your listeners to have while they're listening to the album?
1: Certain feeling, yeah. Um, Hopefully, excitement. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not the type of person that wants anyone to get into a uh, dark, distraught place. So, I hope uh, you know, excitement. Um, I hope whatever age, I hope it makes them feel like they want to get into a mosh. But again, whether they're 16 or they're 46, you know, it's um, to have that young energy again.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so how'd you choose the opener and closer for the album? Were they written that way or did it fall that way?
1: No no, it was uh that's kinda of hard actually, because then you have um not only four members, um, influence on how the album should flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked to Colin Richardson and Chris Clancy who co produced the record. Um we thought um this the organ intro for the record um uh, would just set the tone. I actually had organ on a few more songs, a few more of the songs in the record, but they just didn't quite make the mix. Um, so I kind of wanted the album to have kind of almost like a gothic kind of vibe. Um, um, and then the outro, uh, we kind of liked, we, there was a, we were debating on having the last song on the album um, as the intro. So we kind of wanted the of the album to also feel like the intro if that makes any sense okay
2: mm-hmm. all right sick so you guys are going on a uk 2021 tour what can fans expect from your live performance
1: um a lot of energy and a lot of fun um the practices that we have had um i mean we're just gid- giddy as kids you know it's I can't, I, it's hard to believe and believe that we're about to put out a record and haven't ever played a show. (laughs) Um, But we're going to be up there like a bunch of 16 year old kids, you know, screaming every word right along with the fans. Um, I've heard ticket sales are doing well. Uh, we intentionally booked um, small rooms um, because we wanted to feel more of like a punk rock vibe, you know, everyone in each other's faces. Yeah. um, You know, the stage is barely off the ground type thing. Yeah. God willing, that tour will happen. So mm-hmm. continue to buy tickets. Uh, and uh, we'll hopefully all be sweating each other's faces. All
0: right. Um, <laughs> so I know nothing else to announce, but are there at least other tour plans for 2021?
1: Yes, there, there are, but none of it's confirmed. So I, I don't want to jump the gun and say
0: anything. Um, right.
1: We're confirmed for Download Festival. That's cool. Um, that was canceled this past year. So we'll for sure be... Um, back in England playing Download. Um, there's some other fun talks, but all right. just how about just look forward to it for now.
0: Okay. okay. I'm just trying to see you guys in the U.S., so that's all. Oh, I know.
1: Trust me. There's a lot of talk about it. It's not a lot's being booked right now.
0: Okay, yeah, I get okay. that.
2: Okay, so that's
1: fair. I have a feeling um, once it's PC, um, it's going to open like a floodgate.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm.
1: Every and any band's going to be out on tour. Um, I know I'm going to go to every single show that comes through town once it's you oh, know yeah. safe to again.
2: Definitely.
0: Um, so, what are your top three songs that you're looking forward to playing live off the album?
1: Um, I would say the enemy. That's probably my personally my favorite track. Just I think just how it came together. Um, through the night because it's a different feel. Um, my last band was more. We didn't have any songs like it at all um and i think shed my skin probably okay. all right I mean, really, I mean i'm stoked in this record i mean i I'd, I'd say all of them but mm-hmm. boil it down to three those are the top three okay all right
2: awesome so where do you see the band in the next five years
1: we're uh headlining download festival yes,
2: <laughs> yes. yeah definitely
1: <laughs> seven fold and god willing metallica they're still around um and all of us just still having just as much fun as we are having with it now Mm -hmm. i mean the last thing i want to do is have this thing turn into just another job
2: yeah
1: i just want to be that 18 year old kid having fun playing guitar for the rest of my life all right
0: very wholesome yeah very Uh, wholesome so for the last couple questions we're going to shift away from music and go straight to death row so if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink?
1: Oh, oh, definitely uh, Jameson on ice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is going to sound funny because it's my birthday meal. My wife makes me homemade fried chicken and mashed
2: potatoes. Aw, right. oh, that's so, so awesome.
1: I'd call her and say, can I have my fried chicken? please." <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: All right. Well, so if you could live in a fictional world for a week, where would you live?
1: Living where? in What's a that?
2: fictional world
1: oh i think it would be uh
2: ooh,
1: um that is a hard one mm-hmm. um bag end lord of the ring
2: oh lord of the yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. I, yeah. all right
0: and uh i have the honor of asking the last question and everyone we've spoken to has the most important question what is your favorite color
1: uh is black considered yeah yes that's all it's all i own all right. yeah mm-hmm. yeah um, that's fair,
0: that's fair. so as i said that's all the questions we have today is there anything you'd like to plug
1: um christopher clancy incredible producer colin richardson incredible producer uh check out the center coming august
0: 21st oh yeah all right well thank you for sitting down with us this has been jordan from kill the lights and we're the good noise podcast